Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to this 30th session of Guru Bodha. We have with us Dr. M.B. Guru Raja, sir. So to start off this week, on a sad note, uh, basically, we lost one of the, you know, I mean, 90s and uh, 2000s was dominated by a famous Australian cricketer, Shane Vaughan. But unfortunately, we lost him at the very young age of 53. He had gotten COVID-19. He was, it went up to the extent of being ventilated. So a pretty serious kind of COVID-19. And this is, uh, okay, timestamp is not there, but this is on February 28th. He said that operations, uh, he tweeted uh, that Operation Shred has started 10 days in. And the goal is to goal by July is to get back to this shape uh, from a few years ago. So he posted a picture of himself from a few years ago, and he wanted to like get back in shape. Probably he was in a rigorous exercise regime. If you had COVID, or if you, even if you did not have COVID, it's not a good time to get into rigorous exercises. Guraja, sir, your comments, sir, please. See, definitely post COVID, there are a lot of issues related with the various system getting involved, nerves getting involved, lungs and respiratory system is involved, even cardiac issues are there. So we should be very, very careful when the infection is already taken place. And there should not be any rigorous, uh, the previous uh, um, the way we used to love, uh, leave, that type of thing you should not be done after the after onslaught of COVID into this entire world. So we should be very careful in handling the health uh, basically because of various other unknown reasons. It is yet to explore why it is happening in that fashion. So the data is getting generated and but unfortunately we have lost a legendary person. Just a, a few months before we lost another uh, exercise freak and famous Canada uh, legendary personality, uh, Shri Punit Rajkumarji. I, I would believe that, you know, uh, now that we are two, uh, two years into pandemic, probably we all had mild COVID, but we did we do not know if we, we, we did not test or we, we really cannot be really sure that we did not have COVID. Most of us um, have had an occurrence of cold or fever during this period, and that could be COVID. So. I mean, everybody stayed at home, so everybody uh, have become have put on a weight a little. But we should not be in a very hurry to shred that weight and to get back in shape. Uh, it should be probably a very uh, gradual and methodical manner. See, first of all, we need to understand that when we are not utilizing all the energy what we are supposed to utilize or usually used to do it earlier, when we are not doing because of the COVID and various other reasons and we are being made to, to stay at the home. So when this type of things are happening, we should be very cautious and it should be very, you know, uh, very careful in uh, consumption of the food. We need to cut down on the calorie intake and the diet, what we take it. So then only we can manage even without the excesses are going out, whatever it is. Otherwise, it will be very difficult that you are already just having a habit of consuming a, a typical manner uh, you are eating in uh, habits and ultimately at the end of the two years you have put on uh, 6 kgs or 10 kgs something like that um, from your original weight then definitely it is a burden on you as well as the system then if you try to remove it 
at this point of time in a rigorous manner then you have all the high chances are there that you may end up in just harming the system so you should be very very careful in uh, dealing with this yeah the probable cause or uh, pathology that is uh, happening here probably is that uh, you know there could be some vascular damage in some part of the heart or in other some part of a vessel and there's a plaque and due to rigorous exercise probably it's getting lodged into the coronary arteries and leading to a heart attack See, the reason is, uh, one of the things is that it has been you know, understood already, we have reported uh, many such cases where it has an effect on uh, blood vessels as well as the uh, blood tissues. But we need to understand one thing, when person was made to stay home for a long, long time at the house without doing any exercises, just consuming, and he might have developed a lot of plagues and cholesterol and all these patterns, and suddenly when he went out to remove it out in a rigorous manner, it might have just come out as a flake or when, uh, you know, atherosclerotic uh, things, which is very, very common. So we should be very, very cautious in handling these things. Slowly and steadily, we need to change or order the system. Otherwise, it will be very, very difficult for everybody, those who are at least uh, infected or even at this page of time, those who are above 50. So we need to be very cautious in that. And li like you said, you know, cutting down on you know, food intake uh, in that way, restricting the calorie that is going in is, is a smarter strategy than burning the calorie out, uh, at least at this point of time. Like See, that's, the, that's the what they had in even uh, during COVID period when they are being made to sit at home, they happily ate whatever they got it and even increased their diet by watching TV or something like that or some um, on laptop or some work or work from home continuously consuming something so which has already gone into dogs because they, have, they never realized that it will going to happen in this way but now the things are happening in this way at least we need to now understand that slowly we need to come out of this space it is not the rigorous one the slow and steady wins the race here and uh, c coming to uh, Ayurveda references for exercise, in Ashtangradi Sutrasana second chapter itself, they, they have clearly uh, explained, you know, Ayurveda has never been a fan of like excessive rigorous exercise uh, and whatnot, like the bodybuilders and other people uh, do. I have collected a few slokas uh, from Ashtangradi and uh, uh, along with this meaning, I, I request Guru sir to kindly ex explain the sloka. I'm just sharing the screen now. It is as per Ashtanga, the uh, second chapter. It says, Abdha Shaktiya Nishayvyastu Balibihi Snikta Bojibihi Shitakale Vasantecha Mandave Meva Tadonyata Tam Krutva Anusukam Deham Mardayecha Samantataha. Guru sir, can you please elaborate on this please? See, very clear thing, there is a very strong individuals who can consume fat and all those things. Of course, this is a diet, regularly practice exercises. But in winter and spring, we need to use a maximum strength because we will be having good strength then. But very clearly, it is said, Vyayamo Ardha Shaktihi. So very clearly, it is said, we need to do our exercises to half of one strength. So understanding this point of view that we are doing, but there are many people, they are continuously sweating and still they are rigorously doing the things. That is going to cause a damage. Ayurveda very clearly said, Vyayamo Ardha Shaktihi. 
so it should be according to once ardha shakti has to do it it may be in the some winter and spring season we may do it little bit extra but in other seasons you should be very cautious even lesser than that and as soon as you start sweating that is a clear indication that you are using half of your strength then that is a time to stop it but people are continuously make the, the body to sweat like anything in gym and all those things feeling that that is going to burn the calories it may burn the calories but it also burns your vital organs and vital organs may get damaged and uh, continuing the same uh, uh, they, they clearly in the very next shloka master vagbada explains uh, various side effects of uh, excessive exercise excessive thirst emaciation uh, difficulty in breathing bleeding disorders exhaustion uh, cough fever fever uh, vomiting and what not and then there is an interesting shloka that guru uh, sir uh, can you please i just uh, because you taught us ashtanga sangraha when uh, we were in first uh, first year so i just want to hear it from you please so it's very clear if you indulge in excess vyayama definitely it is going to cause a damage see we all know that raja yakshma is one of the disease wherein it is very clearly mentioned that adi um, vyayama also leads to uh, raja yakshma similarly the one who is doing this one and if a lion try, um, tries to kill an uh, elephant and drags it even though it may have a strength but by doing that definitely it will going to just simply perish it cannot it will destroy itself because the strength of the lion can match in killing an elephant but if it drags the elephant then that may be leading to lot of troubles so that's the reason they are very clearly said vyayama and ratri jagarana and excessive walking and excessive sexual activities hasya bhashya all these things also going to cause a lot of effect on the body there should be limit for everything that's what the ayurveda has spoken very clearly everything should be in the limit what the limit it should be that's why very clearly they have mentioned for uh, vyayama it is ardha shakti uh, yes sir and comparing yoga uh, with uh, gym and rigorous exercises probably during these times when we are like recovering getting back to our normal uh, daily ro- routine probably yoga could be a starting point or a better choice definitely yoga would be better choice because it improves your flexibility and it also held you know periodical and rhythmic breathing uh, pattern is also there it doesn't allow your uh, heart to excessively pump uh, the blood and uh, get accelerated so it will slowly brings into action so that is always good it improves your um, flexibility as well as your uh, reflexes that will be very easily expandable and that can be done by using better options of yoga and pranayama and uh, probably stress uh, during this covid times like last couple of years have been financially and uh, family wise also very difficult for many of us so that also you know gives a lot of uh, stress on the heart uh, and probably yoga and pranayama would would be a good stress buster and helps us to re- refocus and regroup our life in the right direction definitely you see yoga very clearly it's not simply one yoga what is called simply putting asanas or pranayama there are so many aspects related with that ashtanga yoga is there yama niyama and all these things are there then comes the asana and uh, pranayama all these things 
so it is not only simply just doing any rigorously exercises or even vyayam or even yoga for a long hours no it is not like that there is a very clear prescribed manner how a yoga has to be done how before that you need to get into the you know all the aspects of ashtanga yoga then only you can have the benefit of yoga and now the yoga is also been um, no recoined and reintroduced with various names power yoga and so many things that that may not be good one so that is entirely different what the classical textual and uh, things which has been uh, gurumukhena learned and it is been practiced that yoga is good to us in any ancient sciences better to treat with some amount of sanctity now we have like beer yoga and hot yoga and yoga specifically for sweating and all i mean if we just take the exercise part and leave out the other aspects of ashtanga yoga it, it would be a disaster even there definitely definitely see first of all that there should be some sankalpa in the mindset there should be what i am going to do and how i am going to do how much i am going to do all these things have been pre planned and designed so that has to be done with the help of yama and niyama and all those things how to control the things once it is under control then in that controlled area how you have to perform the vyayama that is yoga and pranayama that, that if that type of uh, activity it is done then it is definitely going to help us otherwise they are simply doing some power yoga super power yoga some nonsense names have been floated and uh, people are uh, fond of that because uh, they always want to have some new names and uh, new things and they don't want to go for the old one saying that uh, old one is uh, obsolete now so we need to have something which is uh, yuganarupi so that's why they want to have some name changes but it becomes a same old wine in a new bottle and some uh, alterations are there and that alterations are not uh, supported by the classical text and that is going to cause damage the, the same thing is happening even with ayurveda also especially in the western world it needs a standard marketing angle and i mean if we are just talking about say ashtanga hridaya or ashtanga hridaya ashtanga samhita and vishra samhita and all there'll not be a marketing angle on on that but if if i put my hebbas ayurveda and sell it so, so 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 similarly like that many other versions variants of ayurveda is coming up in us that my guru told it to me so it is kind of unique and you know they try, try to kind of repackage it which can be really dangerous uh, and i i keep on encouraging all, all ayurveda students that you know uh, don't get uh, too much carried away with uh, you know heroism and you know showing that it's their own unique knowledge um, give the shastras the respect first and then to the teacher see very clearly ayurveda knowledge is not limited to somebody else and it is in the public domain and anybody can utilize it but credit should be given to the original text and original contributors of olden days and they have without any of their interest in that they have given all these information which is which we are using now so after taking those information from them and um, putting our names and coined it and saying that it is my own thing and i am the one who is the inventor and, and i am the one who has been practicing this and all those things it becomes a somewhat bogus only thing is that we need to stick on to the classical and basic things and read the classical text understand its concepts and why acharyas have said that 
and how we can utilize it these concepts and principles in a given situation that we need to understand and we you know to learn that and it is utilized that's the basic thing we are talking about ayurveda in the western world recently just in the last week itself one of the big celebrity in the us underwent uh, aaron rodgers underwent panchakarma cleanse and this has been highlighted by uh, many of the mainstream media in the us what is panchakarma and aaron rodgers uh, said he did uh, like 12 days cleanse and all in the entirety of the us uh, i have asked this question to many uh, ayurveda students from us and all of them agree that total number of population in the us who have heard the term ayurveda not experience in treatment or taking a supplement and all just just who have heard the term ayurveda is just 1 to 1.5% only out of 33 crore 1 to 1.5% of us people have heard the term ayurveda at this point so i i do a lot of research on like how a thing can go viral how a video goes viral or how a subject goes viral or it is adopted by a large group of population and celebrity endorsement hands down is one of the ways in which you know it spreads very rapidly of course there are many like ayurveda warriors i would say who are uh, you know bravely practicing ayurveda even though many people are, do not know much about ayurveda they are the torch bearers but this kind of uh, event really pushes ayurveda ahead sir definitely the, the western world which is not so exposed to the ayurveda and its principles the treatment and its benefits definitely when a person from the west with a popularity or a celebrity like person endorses ayurveda or panchakarma in the name of cleanse or detox or whatever it is because they are familiar with that and definitely it will going to push the ayurveda into a different uh, levels and let it be when uh, somebody is seeing a few years back even akshay kumar has endorsed that how is the panchakarma going to help and how he has the, taken panchakarma treatment at kerala and how he was feeling like that so these are very common to push things and it is a good if a celebrity endorses it it is good even mainstream media the cnn other news uh, news portals have taken it and have portrayed a bright bright picture of ayurveda at the same time there is now uh, a webmd article saying that aaron rodgers panchakarma's cleanse is kind of a dangerous play and we should be careful detoxifying it affects kidneys digestive system and liver vomiting any any nasal draws many things are given at least they are getting to know what panchakarma is they're getting a rough idea but they are already making decisions on side effects of it just the propaganda of it sometimes is uh, difficult to digest sir see it's very clear there are market leaders the western medicine and are the mainstream they are the market leaders in healthcare and suddenly if somebody comes with a new idea and some uh, celebrity endorses it then definitely they'll feel the fear of that losing the customers so that's why how to protect the interest of their uh, supremacy is by showing the wrong side of the ayurveda see this is a problem with ayurveda and if you go then there may be danger and this all this so when they say like this definitely some people may listen to them so that is the reason they are quoting this but slowly and steadily 
people are realizing that what ayurveda can deliver and once they are experienced then definitely they will stick on to that and they won't listen to these type of mall uh, propagandas what they are doing it so uh, many times even uh, some sometimes our acharya used to tell to us our gurus even a bad propaganda is also a right kind of propaganda for us by the name of that bad propaganda at least they are trying to highlight us into the different levels of the media and people will be talking about us let it be and when a opportunity comes to us then we will show what we can do it and how we can handle the conditions and how they are better placed than the other sciences so that is the reason uh, they are very much even uh, they are such type of uh, propaganda even for the estimadu also they are quoted it's going to cause cancer and something like that so many such uh, things are there but still people are very clever they observe everything and uh, they will observe that even the media and everybody how their what is their interest everything they will learn and uh, they will only realize it when some of them closely related person somebody takes this uh, type of dcm and uh, cleanse and all those things panchakarma therapies when they are feeling that they are benefited then automatically these things uh, the wrong uh, propaganda or the bad propaganda will no more stand in the public and also there is a section of like ayurveda community people who are like hardcore traditional ones they do not like ayurveda going like mainstream and all they they feel that ayurveda will eventually get diluted and somebody will make money out of it and it becomes all commercial and all and i personally feel that that's not the right way to think about it more people adopt ayurveda principles maybe Uh, in the form of a supplement or our treatment or therapy or just changing their lifestyle there are so many aspects of it cosmetology is there health and mind related adjustments as per ayurveda so like you told any kind of publicity is good publicity and we being very small players in ayurveda ayurveda is huge and ayurveda uh, you know i mean was there previously before we came and it will be there forever even after we go so we we are not kind of the entire stakeholders of ayurveda we are just a part of it so let it grow to the world and let everybody be benefited out of it sir definitely see there is no meaning that somebody will take away and they'll rename it and they rechange it or something like that they are they are making money why you are concerned about that what is your concern your concern is only about your ayurveda and shastrok you just do it let the other person also do whatever he can do it but at the end of the day at the end of the time the thing one which will going to sustain is the one which has real credibility that will stay back so definitely we should not feel that uh, there is not a right kind of uh, thing or let it go in a way it has spreads see when it spreads be it becomes a viral you can't hold it or stop it it has to spread it will spread in all directions and let the people will understand the panchakarma and while the similar type of uh, articles are given by the leading uh, the counterparts we need to ask them do you have a data to say that it is going to damage kidneys it is going to damage the gi tract it is going to damage the things so we need to ask them without data how you say that so then it is only a fear or only speculations so you have started uh, writing your articles based on the speculations so we need to humiliate them in public in such manner then automatically things will settle down a participant has written at least those who recover from uh, diseases successfully 
the success itself will make other people to start believing it so it increases the responsibility of all our uh, all ayurveda stakeholders like all of us to do more in our fields and bring success and heal more patients so definitely definitely the ultimate aim of our practice is just to bring the solace to the people and as far as possible try to bring out the good thing out of it and if they are having some trouble let us try to heal it up so that is the only way we can bring a good name as well as fame and you can even show to the world that these are the data which is generated and these are the things which can be possible by ayurveda and we have such so many success stories in a sporadic manner it is available all over every do- ayurveda doctor pure ayurveda practitioner will have some or the other cases which is very much successfully handled and uh, and before uh, treatment not for treatment such type of uh, things will be there uh, very common for for example even uh, mucormycosis when a new thing has come dr rajnikanth patel has achieved so much of success in that similarly there are so many people they can bring out the things and they are already doing their of uh, things and those only green about this is that when they could not do achieve it and somebody is doing it they started feeling jealousy so then they start telling that no this will going to alter ayurveda this will going to disturb the pure shuddhata and all, all these things are nothing to worry about these things these things will not going to help us in any way we need to allow it to grow let it grow whenever it is required uh, classically we need to mend it that type of mending should be done and that should be done with a, a forum of doctors ayurveda doctors with a classical background with some sufficient evidence and documentation so then that will be a uh, fine to rebrush it and make any modi- modifications as per the requirement of the day yes sir and uh, moving on to next topic research related news has has attracted a lot of attention this one is on rishyaganda it says a uh, new variety of rishyaganda which can cure all types of cancer developed so banaras hindu university one of the leading ayurveda universities of india scientists have developed a new variety of medicine plant rishyaganda which has the properties to treat all types of cancers especially cervical cancer after 8 years of long research the new variety was developed using nanobiotechnology the research done on the, on the basis of indian ayurveda is now being approved by scientists of many countries i think they are using one thing called as vitania coagulans and they are using it can you please share more uh, more information regarding this sir see it will be very premature to say that uh, just because of 8 uh, years of um, research they could able to bring out one plant due to bio nano nanobiotechnology but claiming that it is going to cure all cancers it becomes premature maybe that is true but we need to be very cautious in claiming so one thing then the, this is vitania uh, coagulans what they are telling is it's already in the market and people are using it for making paneer it's a very uh, you know for making cheese and these things it has been used since so many years paneer doda it is available in everywhere in northern india if you just go observe it it is available in the form of a powder and it is being sprinkled on the milk it becomes a very beautifully covered uh, curd will be ready a good quality curd paneer dodar paneer it's very commonly available this is vitania coagulans flowers it is ex- even uh, previously it has been largely promoted for the purpose of anti diabetic action 
people are saying that it is going to help in diabetes in a very you know, great manner those people are using it like this because it has a coagulation capacity so i don't know in what way it is going to help but people are using it but now they are telling that it is a, a new nanobiotechnology they have developed a new variety genetically something like that in the labs so we need to be very cautious in claiming it be but we need to have at least some smiling on a face that vitania coagulans which is known to us already and which is now one of the potential drug for the cancer cure then that is the good part of it that dilutes the you know scientific language of it rishikanta he is mentioned in charaka's brahmaniya gana sir are there any herbs identified with that name sir actually there is no uh, as such the popularity are mentioned about rishigandha in that sense but it is uh, belongs to ashwagandha family and at times like that ashwagandha looks like ashwagandha so that's the reason that they are kept as rishigandha but it is uh, popularly known as paneer dodar paneer ki phool that is the one which is extensively used rather than the medicinal use and recent days it is being used for the diabetes that is one of its important uh, medicinal use thanks sir and mo- moving on to the herb of the day uh, is aloe vera aloe vera chinensis or aloe vera chinensis guruj sir can you please uh, go through this herb very important herb of ayurveda very famous as well it's a very important herb or a very famous herb of ayurveda but unfortunately fortunately we don't find a mention of this drug kumari in charaka samhita or shishu samhita anywhere this drug has been introduced to ayurveda in this uh, nigantu kala 8th century onwards so but this is one of the wonder drug which has been extensively used for various reasons and it is one of the important tiktarasa dravya and it is a very good colon cleanser and it is a good to hair it is good in the conditions like any dandruff or flaky itchy conditions and it is very good in allergic uh, blood related or skin related allergy conditions that it is used and it is extensively used in menstrual disorders kumari has a very popular uh, formulation and also we have even it is in rajapravartini vati and so many things it has been there but this is one of the wonder drug which is extensively used with a cosmetic value as well as it's a good effect on liver so if it is taken in large doses it causes virechana and it is anulomaka in nature and of course it maintains the hydration of the skin when it is applied locally and if it is put into hair oil or into hair then it is going to definitely support us in a very beautiful manner it's good for hair it is good for skin and it is good for liver it is used for jwara so many things are there with this what's its role on blood sir i mean yeah i mean like you told in uh, in rajapravartini what is you it is used uh, rajapravartini what is used usually in case of like amenorrhea uh, where you know periods are not happening on time at the same time it is also indicated in like rakta pitta hara i, I think bab prakash has mentioned that how it affects the blood tissue sir no it is not for the blood tissues because it's basically one of the drug which has a effect on liver we know that liver and spleen are considered as raktava sroto mula so from where the manifestation or the manufacturing of these blood particles will takes place multifaceted action its effect seen on the endocrine system as well as in the uterine system and in the uterine system its effect is seen as an ecbolic 
it causes the contractions and brings in the uh, menstruation so it will try to remove the content from the uterus in that way it is used it is not going to affect any blood anywhere in that but otherwise it is good for the production of the blood because it is having a detoxifying effect on liver and spleen and these two are the moola of raktavasrotas as per ayurveda and definitely they are going to help in that direction and aloe vera juice has become like very famous along with like gilo juice gilo ras aloe vera ras and like everybody takes it uh, especially in the north india i have seen many people take it even without consulting just just to bring gilo juice and aloe vera juice and they start adding water and taking it because of advertisement and you know spiritual gurus talking more and more about it and what not uh, do you recommend it on a daily basis for healthy people as well or no we uh, anything we on a daily basis it should not be done we need to check it out whether it falls in the category of swasthaita dravya swasthaita dravyas are only indicated on daily basis all other things are if required and seasonal based on the requirement and season one has to do it and of course in a less quantity it is particularly aloe vera is used in northern india in a place where it is a constipation is very rampant so in order to overcome the bowel cleansing activity or constipation thing the people use it even uh, kumari and uh, young leaves are used for uh, preparing sabjis so it is not just simply you know only the juice is used even without that um, things are also used and it is one of the important um, liver uh, rectifier so definitely it is going to um, useful in improving the pachaka agni so definitely agni is going to improve with this so that's why and even it is uh, anulomana it clears the bowels and it removes the pitta from the bowel so definitely it will going to help in that sense uh, improving the digestion and metabolism being pitta rasa and having uh, uh, you know this mild anulomana action probably it's one of the you know, good herbs uh, to consider for uh, bloating sir definitely definitely it need need uh, clears the bowels and as well even it clears the gases bowel gases and also it improves the bile flow and it also improves the uh, activity of uh, apanavata so it's one of the wonder drug and it has a multifaceted actions and it is named kumari kumari means like probably small girls or teenage girls in sanskrit uh, because it uh it addresses most of the complaints of teenage girls like uh, irregular menstruation or uh, hormonal balance digestive issues and also skin acne sir yes definitely it improves uh, vision it is good for the hair it is good for the scalp it is good for the dandruff condition uh, hair fall and so many conditions related with that and of course with the menstruation irregularity so in all these condition it is addresses it. that's the reason probably acharyas are I mean people have kept the name as kumari or gritakumari also it said because of it content is something like in the give format or something like that or consistency so based on that there's a reason they have said gritakumari and it is used as vegetable in in some places like sabjis prepared okay i mean with cooking is fine like can can a few pieces of it will be eaten raw 
it can be eaten but it is very thikta uh, those who can withstand that thikta taste of bitter principles they can take it because the central jelly portion in a leaf kumari uh, doesn't have any much taste it is somewhat softer but we need to have uh, that outer uh, thicker um, cuticle whatever it is there in the leaf that portion yields a yellow color uh, kumarin that that uh, phytokumarins are there present in that and they are going to cause uh, uh, even uh, purgation if it is taken more it is also like uh, frequently used in uh, agni karma where they were just uh, especially in sciatic and all has seen they just do the agni karma uh, with a with a cautery and then soon after it is applied uh, probably a good contender for like uh, in treating burn burns wounds uh, etc so definitely it is a very good on skin that's a reason when we go for agni karma and even even uh, diabetic foot ulcers many a times we use um uh, are haldi that is uh, turmeric in the uh, along with that some kshara uh, like uh, yavakshara little bit yavakshara and turmeric is mixed and made as a powder and this powder is sprinkled over the half cut leaf of the kumari and it is applied to the wounds it also has a very wonderful wound healing activity so that is the reason it is very good to skin so wherever the skin is needs to maintain the hydration there we can use it where there is a separation of um, skin layers at any place where it can there it can be used because it uh, try to maintain the bonding between these layers and cells so similarly where there is a tissue damage and uh, wounds and pranaropana karma and all these things are very um, effectively done hence even that area it has been extensively used even that um, kumari used in many of the ointments in the market available for the purpose of scars removal there are plenty of uh, scar removal creams are there which do contain kumari in that because it is very good on the skin and maintains the originality of the skin it just was surfing and we have like a patanjali pachak ajwain powder with aloe vera uh, so definitely used in bloating and other things are there like do you have any like for acne and all can it be used raw directly on the skin or do you have any uh, remedy cut surface of uh, aloe aloe vera can be rubbed on the pimples but definitely it's a content particularly that uh, bitter kumarin uh, it comes under the yellow uh, secretion it penetrate it is having a capacity to penetrate through even through the skin if it is applied more then also it may have a chance of causing uh, purgation so we need to uh, take care on that part and you can use it no issues uh, there's a question 100% natural sold in a tube is that safe to take uh, also or it should be only the, only the fresh one to be taken that is based on the availability if you have belief on the person one who is selling it is a fresh and safe and it is sterile if it is agreed to you you can take it or otherwise you have an opportunity of using them in the natural because you have grown yourself that is good but once a gel is taken it would not gel is taken out and if it is canned or if it is tubed It it will not survive for long without using of some kind some kind of preservative. Definitely, but uh, sometimes when uh, they are being packed while packing, they make some sort of vacuum creation and make it tight and avoid the oxidation and all these processes. That's why it retains for certain times, but still it is having a very short uh, shelf life in that condition also. 
it is told that gulmahara plihara and yakrit vridhihara in the nigantus I, i got this reference so what is in which liver condition can it be used sir any hepatitis or even hepatomegaly those conditions we can use it because it improves the bile flow out of the liver so it improves the bile flow from the liver automatically it improves uh, the content are squeezed out and automatically the swelling will come down that's the reason the hepatomegaly and um, hepatitis condition type uh, that all inflammatory changes that will be go down with the use of kumari moving on there's a gel and juice available for internal use is one considered to be better than the other other or also what about its usage in gastritis and heartburn see purely gel is good for gastritis because it helps in coating but if you want to have in the name of kumari if you are consuming or aloe vera you are consuming with an intention that all its activities are kept in mind then it is better to go with the juice of that because juice is entire leaf is squeezed or crushed and it is uh, juice is taken out and which also has some part of comarin and all those contents otherwise pure gel doesn't have that comarin part of it and it may be just a soothing effect or it may be just coating the abdomen and the gastric layers so it may be good for the gastritis but may not show any action on liver is kumari juice or kumari asava is a good anupana for many pitta dominant disorders because it is uh, mentioned in pitta, rakta pitta hara as well see um, definitely it is good but it is in the form of what formulation you are giving it's very important if you are giving is a form of a gel or a juice it's okay but if you are giving in a form of a asava then dosage part has to be needs to be understood because dosage if you increase then also there is a chance of that gastritis may increase rather than reducing and moreover we need to understand certain things we are very much dependent on the manufacturers who manufacture it in a large scale we have seen people using uh, self generated alcohol should be there in that asvaristas but sometimes people are adding because of the market demand adding the ethyl alcohol directly in that proportion in a dilution and such type of things are there then it is rather than helping it causes further more damage or burning sensation and even increases the pitta so that is there we need to be very careful in that part of it so in that sense if it is better we take juice of it as it is raw if you are able to get it and make a juice out of it by personally then use it then you have a better results and it is also one of the beloved herb uh, in the in the field of rashastra uh, like uh, it's used in uh, uh, basmikarana of tamra and pravala shankabasma uh, even in kapardika basma etc uh, so especially it's because it's used in pravala shankabasma kapardika basma again it's imparting the uh, its role in like digestion and bloating etc sir because they are also used See, in Russia, Astra, we need to understand these. Uh, they are made as a herbo mineral many a time. The main activity of these herbo mineral drugs is that they are carrying the herbal drug activity very rapidly to the minute levels because of their sukshmata. They are the nano medicines and nano particles. 
see these nanoparticles being triturated are treated with these herbal contents and they imbibe the herbal content activities and carry those herbal content activities to the minutest part of the body that's the reason they are used it and uh, of course uh, kumari is one of the versatile drug and it is been mentioned by our acharyas in many many pitahara dravyas wherever it is um, to be prepared or even for many times a shodhana purposes it is been used yes and uh, there's a question on kumariyasava being used in hepatic disorders uh, kumariyasava is used extensively as vrishya rochana brumhana improves digestion strength access and aphrodisiac used in udara roga meha apasmara mutrakrsha and there are also like kumariyasava number 1 number 2 many varieties are also there sir. See, Kumari has a number one, number two, number three, all these things are there. They are peculiarly used in the purpurial conditions. After the delivery, first month, second month, third month, they are using it. And they have uh, created these things. Even uh, in market, we, uh, we get Badantakada 1, Badantakada 2, something like that, which is also similar to this. And otherwise, uh, general Kumari has a, that is one of the important drugs which can be used in amenorrhea. which can be used in um, after delivery postpartum i mean uh, delivery conditions as well as it is used in liver disorders even hepatitis even ascites conditions we can use it going ahead into your case study regarding hair loss treatment we have already had many uh, many of the case studies from you can you please explain this case sir Uh, because hair loss and its uh, hair rejuvenation is always an evergreen topic see this is a young uh, person 28 29 years old uh, he came to me with this thing that uh, is it possible to have a natural hair then i just uh, understood his uh, history and he has some sort of uh, increased testosterone activity is there and even a family history is also supporting it to little bit So then I said, okay, we will try with these things, and you need to cut down on certain activities. So one of the important activities you need to cut down is you should sleep by 10:30 in the night. You know, you should not be awakened for a long hours. Avoid watching TV and these um, LED display units for a longer hours. And and I have given him uh, Narasimha Rasayana as a rejuvenative and uh, post uh, immunity improvement uh, thing. which is also used in many times for the purpose of increasing the hair growth so with uh, these medications when i started with that and, and some restrictions on his diet as well as his uh, lifestyle the result has started to show in within a two months uh, there is it's in a quite good and uh, patient is uh, feeling happy with that and is continuing the treatment now yeah, and you also shared another uh, image of another uh, treatment uh, this is after six months Pardon me, but I I think you shared this as medicines used there, sir. Definitely. See, the, in this case, this is another case. He is having even issues with his uh, fertility. He is married and uh, still uh, infertile, and he has got uh, something related with that. And when he came, it was a total alopecia type of material on his scalp. The scalp is shiny, all those areas where the hair is not there. I could not even see the follicles over there. then i suggested that once again same pattern of uh, restriction on diet and the way of life 
and continuously applying that hair oil and consuming these uh, narasimhakrita trichip capsule and something like that and of course on uh, on our different occasions i use kuntala vardhini tail and malatya adikeram on alternate days in these fellow and once in a while that anajan growth will be rubbed to the places where there is no hair and narasimharasan and trichip as a supportive continuously we are using it uh, how how would you uh, assess if there if the testosterone is not if it is increased testosterone how would you address with ayurvedic medicines sir no if it is increased or decreased uh, because the patient is uh, worried about his hair first then after getting these results after 6 months now he is considering that he went even to take medicines for his infertility then i suggested him that you go and test all these things but he need to yet to come back with the reports he has not come out with the reports yet yeah and uh, like i mean kuntala vardhini i i know that we, we you have shared that it, it's your own formula you, you have you have been generous enough to share the formula also like in one of the previous episodes but why don't you like get it manufactured in pentacare and so that we can all use and it becomes like why why no we will see that because uh, what i am using in the typical format see when uh, first uh, bringraja and uh, tulsi kaidariya amalaki tea powder all these been estimadu all these been put into that and it is boiled and kashaya is prepared after kashaya is prepared next when it is once again boiled at that time i will use raw tender coconut in the form of chutney i mean coconut chutney then along with that i use kumari fresh kumari in the form of crushed kalka i add it to that at the second level when oil is added so that needs to be done in that fashion only then only that peculiar color and consistency it comes and of course uh, i am doing it since uh, last 7 years now 7 8 years personally almost every month uh, around 50 to 60 bottles i prepare only that much and i so sell it to my patients i don't uh, go for any marketing and even uh, for this anybody can prepare these things i have already shared the formula of that there's no hide and seek in that and what's your idea of including tulsi in this sir tulsi is one of the anti viral and axillary bacterial it avoids in scalp itching for that purpose kaidaria and as well tulsi both will help in scalp itching and uh, scaly things to be avoided for that purpose i have used kumari and estimadu okay and and uh, moving on to like this trichub is one of the like in a consistent consistent performer herbs of i uh, mean medicines of ayurveda isn't it sir it is there since more than two decades and very good one sir it is one of the good drug you just observe there in what i have said in the kuntala vardhini taila bringraja is there brahmi is there estimadu is there japa kusuma is there tilataila is there narikela is there amalaki is there only three things nimba neeli and musta are different here in those places i use tulsi and um, i use um, kumari and i use uh, tea powder these are the three extra ingredients which i use so yeah and even uh, oil in a 75% and 25% ratio that is 3 is to 1 coconut versus tilatailer gingelly oil 
and one of the important uh, thing which i used to say i mean in this point of time is people those who make these type of oils and, and uh, they'll feel and many times when they think of commercial things they'll uh, somehow they'll uh, try to have a more profit but i am not here for the profit so i use the tilatayla narikela taila both are of edible grade people say that many a times uh, simply deepam taila or something like that oil which is taken for the for candles and even for that purpose they are used and that oil is used for making thing ayurvedic hair oil anyway it is going to be applied on the outside body it is not to be taken in then what is uh, no that is not the criteria i use the one which is we eat the same thing tilataila narikela taila of edible grade which can be taken in the same oil is to be used for the production of hair oil also then only we will have a, if, if you don't compromise on these type of issues definitely the results will be there this also has chachu capsule also has like saptamrita loha and uh, mukta shakti bhasma do, do you see a correlation between hair loss and uh, lack of iron or calcium definitely definitely we have a lot of issues that iron will be at stake and even calcium at stake see many a times it is either uh, hormonal or it may be deficient state which is are at the post diseases there will be hair loss sometimes it will be supporting by the family or the hereditary factors otherwise most of the time it is by you know, different type of uh, situations where deficiency of iron deficiency of calcium and deficiency of folic acid and these type of things will also end up in hair loss then there is a post disease like typhoid fever or malarial fever or something like that then afterward then that they um, particularly 40 years around age age factor then comes the hereditary support these are the usually four or five varieties of patient we used to come across and very rarely some uh, rare uh, occasions some uh, very premature hair loss people will come otherwise these are the main area where we have got a lot of uh, people uh, come with this type of things and we try to convince them with the use of medication as well as applying oil because many of the young generation doesn't want to apply oil to the hair and if you don't apply oil to the hair then the hair will not be present if you want to keep your hairs you apply oil a very straight way i will convince them yeah and satamrutu loha also plays some role in hair loss definitely triflies there and yashtamadu and uh, with loha and doesn't nasima rasayana increase weight can this be given in some some people who are already obese and battling for weight loss a few teens male here in us are experiencing hair loss because of excessive testosterone levels any other lifestyle suggestions other than good sleep and a- any other hormonal tests like thyroid etc that you recommend yes of course many times thyroid also plays a role that that needs to be checked in and of course while taking history we will come to know about all these things when we ask them do you suffer from any conditions do you taking any medicines for any conditions for a long time or you are suffering from diabetes hypertension hypothyroidism now it is a very common protocol we we'll ask each and every patient when they come so when such information is available then definitely we will try to assess those hormonal levels also before they start starting the treatment and definitely those who are obese we can we cannot give narasimha rasayana because of course it helps in gaining the weight 
but what i suggest is when we are uh, having this type of trouble we are unable to give narasimha rasayana then we have uh, one or two companies producing the same narasimha rasayana in the form of narasimha tablets so where there is no butter and ghee portion of this only the drugs are available in the form but still we can't explain expect the result would be the equal but something it's a better alternative for that i see sitaram ayurveda has narasimham tablets yes yes and last question for today is does nasi also help in in hair loss treatment like brahmi taila definitely but for nasi it's very difficult because the one which is suggested is nasi with nimba taila Uh, if nimbatayla nasep it is done it causes lot of irritation it is not so easy to withstand it but uh, those who are having sukumarata please avoid it it is not possible for them to go through your uh, treatment of nasya with nimbatayla or simply you can go with anutayla nasya or something like that you cannot go for that but the one which is recommended strongly for uh, hair growth is nimbatayla nasya So probably this hair loss is somewhere related with you know, some virus or some microbe for sure, sir. Because I mean, tulsi, like you told, it has anti-protein, anti-microbial activity, and nimbatayla nasya is also told. And there is a concept in like modern that you know probably all diseases are re- related to one or the other microbes. Just we we need to uh, you know come to the bottom of it. Like H pylori, I mean gastritis related to H pylori, gastric ulcers. which was discovered very late uh, probably krimichikitsa should be part of most of ayurveda treatments sir no we need to cross check or we need to rethink about the krimichikitsa of ayurveda which is told which probably may have a very strong uh, effect and even i'm worried and wondered uh, is it possible to validate uh, acharya shishuta statement in uh, rasayana adhyaya acharya shishuta says vidanga rasayana wherein continuously that process has to be done and vidanga rasayana is given person is to be made to immerse in a droni containing oil and all those i don't know how far we need to immerse <laughs> their body or after the neck we don't know that class i mean that information is not available but what the benefit of this it says that the person will lose all his skin and hair then slowly new skin and hair will come out which is be beautiful so we need to re understand it or uh, uh, try to understand and evaluate what exactly is and how it should be done nowadays this kuti praveshika rasayana has been like revived and many people uh, follow that like as per told mm-hmm. either probably you know that that will also be tested very soon anyway just like bright days ahead for ayurveda and all of us sir definitely they see people will go to the the one shop which comes in the first they when they taste and enjoy it and their routine and become then uh, they want something different when they come to ayurveda then they relish it then automatically they start telling good about it and slowly the market will expand and it is a ever growing area and uh, we are already seeing that there are lot lot of push is also given by government and even uh, the state central government and state government definitely and uh, its growth is also increased uh, all over the world and of course just like yoga this is also picking up in a very right sense under the present regime and we should be thankful to the approaches the people are doing it and of course we need to stick on to the basics of ayurveda 
to carry on this legacy to the next generation. With that positive note, I thank all the participants for their active participation. And on, on behalf of all, us, all of our students, uh, big thank you for Guru Thank you. Thank you all for your patient listening. Thank you. Thank you, Janardhan.